Hello and welcome everyone to LGA, that is Lit Gaming Arena. For those of you who don't know, I am joined by co-star Pro Jared's dick, um, in the right corner. Um, <laughs> he's on the knobs, literally because he is one. Present. <laughs> and to my left, I am joined by Frost this week, really killing it. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, and I'm Marcus, by the way. I didn't really introduce myself, but let's get to it! Welcome to episode 19 of the LGA podcast. Uh, welcome one and all. Uh, so right off the bat, I'm just going to get this out of the way. Follow us on our social media. We are Lit Gaming Arena on everything except for Facebook, which is Lit Gaming Arena Co. C-O. And you can, of course, find our website, LitGamingArena.com, which also has a link to our Discord, or you can just type in chat.LitGamingArena.com join the community interact with us do all that fun stuff also if you enjoy the podcast leave us a re review we have one review so far and that comes in from the host of the guardians of the multiverse podcast that's who actually gave us a review i found out Nailed I, it. I did not even uh recognize the name on it at first until he like i started like talking to him on twitter and because he was using, he wasn't using his personal account until, um, until somewhat recently. So I was like, "Your name looks kind of familiar." And then I like went back and I looked at reviews. Like, "Oh shit, you're the guy that gave us the review." <laughs> so, uh, that's your new your, that's your new best friend, Marcus, the uh, host of the Guardians of, Guardians of the Multiverse tabletop role playing RPG podcast. So I followed him. Did you? <laughs> yeah, but I'll go listen to the podcast now that I know. Yep, so that's his podcast. You um, don't even follow me. I don't follow anyone. I don't even follow Justin. <laughs> but you follow this guy. No, I, I, well, I didn't give I didn't give this Marcus guy gave a, me review. a review. Yeah, I you never even listened to the cast. <laughs> didn't even review us. Only because he told me not to. Yeah. He said, don't give us uh, did he didn't fake review clicks. our cast. Don't give us fake clicks. Don't click on it ever. Mm. Well, I so mean, I don't listen to it. I do. Like I have to listen to the cast to make you sure show, you made me sound good. <laughs> you show you show you show people the podcast and like disregard the fact that I put like clips of it on Twitter and stuff. You just like load up the actual podcast and like now we have like false positive listens on our podcast. And my microphone is sinking. What the fuck? I'm like yeah, I'm like slowly, I cursed you. I'm like slowly like getting lower and lower over here. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna uh, pass this off to Frost who will talk about new games while I try to fix my goddamn mic over here. Not that it matters because we're so behind. So by the time you listen to this, it'll be like three weeks in the future. But in case, I don't know, anything could happen. May 12th, Nintendo Labo Toy-Con 04 VR kit. <laughs> That's on the Switch. In case it wasn't obvious that it was a Switch exclusive. Car Trader on the Switch, Wizards on the PC, May 13th, A Plague Tale, Innocence on the PC, Blades of Worlds on the PC, 
May 14th, A Plague Tale Innocence Platform on the PS4 and Xbox One, Figment on the PlayStation 4, Red Out on the Switch, Rage 2 on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, Sniper Elite VR Remastered, Reassered <laughs> on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch, Evil Defenders on the Switch, Devious Dungeon 2 on the PlayStation Vita, and on May 15th, Feudal Alloy on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and Undead Horde on the Xbox One. Do any of those sound interesting to the rest of you? Any, any, anything? Yeah, Rage 2. Well, I, that's you obvious. excited for Rage 2? I mean, I'm, I didn't even play Rage yeah, 1. Yeah, you're excited for Rage 2. You're excited to drive cars around, kill giant people. I wish I had a Switch. To play Rage 2 on? Yes. Yeah, it's not on that. Yeah. Um, what, 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 what you want to switch for? Labo? <laughs> yes. Uh, Don't judge me. Certainly not for the VR stuff, I hope. Labo cardboard? I want Labo. It looks fun. Shut it, up. Oh, you could be an elephant. The VR stuff is so dumb. You have to hold it up to your head like a Google cardboard. That was fun. I remember a time where you face. got those in the mail and you're like, this is so cool. Yeah, it was cool for like the one day I used it and it was. And then what? You threw it in the trash? And it was free. Well, it, it stuck around for a hot minute and then I, I threw it in the trash finally after like a year of having it and nobody touching it. Exactly. So, so you guys are one, that's exactly That would exactly be what happens to the Labo. So Frost is buying and playing Rage 2. Uh, I no. So maybe. Justin is buying and playing Rage too. What is? Can you explain Rage? Talk about uh, Rage. It is Mad Max. It's you like Mad Max. Mad, I you do like, like Rage. Max. Well, then maybe I should play it. Then no, the first one really bummed me out actually because I had just come off the heels of Borderlands when that came out, the first one, and when they marketed Rage, they said it had co-op mode. So I was like, oh sweet, we can just like me and my buddy can just play this. It has a couch co-op mode. Yeah, it's uh, not really. Um, the first one had a couch co-op mode, but it's entirely separate from the main game, uh, which really let me down. Even though I think of how, uh, like, Bulletstorm, like, that game, Bulletstorm fully should have been a co-op game, but wasn't. It had also, like, a co-op mode that was, like, a horde mode. I I hate it when you get, like, half-assed co-op modes in games. Yeah, it's just... and. Once again, coming off the heels of Borderlands, I was like real pumped to play more co-op games because that was like that time I always refer to as the golden age of like co-op games because we, we had played I was just like, going to say is like the co-op, the golden age of co-op games. Like, man, we played so many games together, like Dark Souls, Demon Souls. I mean, you name it, like Borderlands. Um, what else? We, we played like so many games. It was golden. Um I think even Castle Crashers, like, N+. plus. We played so many games together. Yeah, nowadays we don't have a ton of couch co-op games. There's, I know, it's such a bummer. It's kind of coming back. I mean, there's there like there's some indie games. I mean, obviously you look at stuff like Overcooked that's doing really well. Overcooked, I mean, there's going to be a new Borderlands. There's Yeah. Yeah, I mean, plenty of games to like play together. I think uh, there's a new that Gears other one that you, you wanted to play with us where you're the little arrow men. Yeah. The precursor to Celeste. No. Towerfall? Yeah. Yeah, the precursor to Celeste. Is it really a precursor yeah. to Celeste? But it's huh? the same people. Yeah. Yep. Huh. And that's on Switch with a six player variant. 
Well, we and don't it, have it on Switch. We have it on Xbox, right? And, yeah, yeah, Xbox. And, it, and it's so much fun, uh, but I never skin. get to play it because nobody's ever over here. Yeah, it's just as fun as Bomberman. It's Bomberman with arrows. I well, never actually, got it's a chance to play Bomberman. Better than fucking Bomberman R, that's for goddamn sure. That sounds very negative. It's very negative. I don't like Superman What's your Bomberman. favorite co-op game? My favorite co-op game? Yeah. Halo. Halo? Halo. Okay. Um, <laughs> mine. Halo on Legendary. <laughs> mine is Fusion Frenzy. Oh, man. <laughs> we have that on the Xbox because oh, they I have know. Like Xbox backwards compatibility. I Where the hell is Fusion Frenzy Night? It's I, Fusion I would, Fridays. I would play Fusion oh, Fridays. One hundred percent. More people over here. We need to get one more person over here, and I'll shoot them have, in the face. Oh, wow! Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> real threats. Hashtag real threats. <laughs> I remember I used to play Fusion Frenzy with my brothers, like for hours on end, and we would get into literal fist fights over this stupid game. I didn't even own the game. I just had like the demo version of the game. So it was like the like the same four stages you could play. <laughs> I would play Twisted System, which I mean just goes until you fail out. That's the climbing the stairs one, right? Yeah, yeah I you love just that jump one. over the stuff as it like yeah. goes down because it's like a jump drill. or duck and then yeah, fuck. it keeps getting yeah, faster and faster. I would play it for hours because I would just put on like, you know, my own music that was on the Xbox and yeah, then I, I would just chill out and play that that sounds like me and geometry wars i would put on my oh, own music man. and i would play geometry wars I like the, the music they had in the game was good but like when i played my own music specifically um hybrid or um I can't, what's bt other? yeah bt and hybrid i would put on that music and that just put me in the zone to play um Geometry Wars and Geometry Wars 2. Fun fact, our wedding song is actually a BT song because we're disgusting nerds. It's a good-ass song. <laughs> it's a good song. See, I think Geometry Wars was another one that me and my, my bros have played. I remember uh, the it came out on the Wii, and that's where my brother got it on, and that was when they first introduced the whole concept of collecting the geoms to increase your multi- multiplier. Because it wasn't in the first Geometry Wars. Well, it wasn't in the... Because technically, that's that wasn't the first Geometry Wars. It was Geometry Wars, which was like an old game, which I don't remember what that was on. Was it an arcade game or... As far as I know, the first iteration was a mini game within a racing game. Okay, that must be it. Because it was what, Pumpkinhead Studios? I don't remember, to be honest. Um, I really like those games. But like. But it, I, I want to say it's the same company that did Project Gotham Racing. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, so there was that, and then, um, the thing that came out that blew everybody's minds was Geometry Wars Evolved. Yeah, that was that was, that was so the good. one I remember playing with my buddy. And I think it just came installed on every Xbox, right? I don't know. Or was it on every I, Xbox 360? Uh, 360. Might have been on every 360. Yeah, but I, I think just, it was every 360. I just know I played a ton of it. And then I played Geometry Wars 2 so much. That passive mode was like my jam, which like my brother beat me like so bad on that. I can't like to this day I go, I'll log on and I see his record. And I'm like, someday I'm going to beat that record. <laughs> no, that's why I really like I liked Resogun, which was given away for free on PlayStation, like, well, on PS Plus when the uh, PS4 launched. It was the first game on there, but it's, I mean, similar, but it's like, uh, it, it's by the same studio that did Stardust HD, Super Stardust oh, okay. HD, um, so, which is obviously, they're all like, kind of, they're shmups, you know. Oh, that reminds me, the other week, um, we were, there was a game that I was trying to 
remember that was on um on like those PC demo discs. It was uh Crimson Wars. Ah. That was the game I was trying to think of like the Crimson top down. Wars or or Crimson Dawn? Crimson Sky? No, no it wasn't No, else. Crimson Sky was the the Xbox game with the uh you're you're flying around in I planes liked, and there were I love Crimson Skies. That was a good game. That was like but, the beginning of Xbox Live too, I think. Yeah, around there. Um But yeah, it was it was Crimson Dawn. No. Crimson Wars. It's Crimson something. Oh, hold on one second. One second. Crimson Blood. It was Crimson something. I just wanted to know your favorite co-op game is Halo, which is a pretty good game. See, that was some other games we played co-op. We we like went through so many co-op games, just kind of oh. anyone we could. It was Crimson Land. Sorry, uh, that was good, but you knew what I was talking about anyway. So, because <laughs> we we went through uh, Halo DST and we went through Reach, and I think even Halo Three. I think we went back and did Halo Three. But it's like we we played like any co-op game we could get our hands on. For yeah, that was the thing. Co-op split screen games. And then the then it kind of went by the wayside because they're like, we can just not make a co-op and then make it so everything's like we'll make everything multiplayer, See, but we, not make it mo- co-op uh, split screen. So that way people have to have their own Xbox and then they can just play on a full screen. That would be great, right? See, I don't know how this happened, but we incepted ourselves into thinking we played Bulletstorm co-op. Because I know at some point we rebought the game on PS3. Like, we played it on 360, but then we rebought it on PS3 much later. But when we booted up on PS3, both of us were like, wait, this game's not co-op? And we were both like, I thought we played this co-op. But it was like, (laughs) no, I guess we just played it side by side and got incepted into thinking it was cool. just one person observing or taking Cause I, turns because i was like i could have swore like i played as grayson and he played as ishi but nope <laughs> which is how the game should have been anyway well we should probably talk about the games that we played this week i mean i'll go first i played more rocket league <laughs> that's what i played it's um, either apex or rocket league with you so i won't I mean, i'm trying to play more competitive and I was like I was like gold rank tier two or division. I was like division gold one division two or three. And I lost like six games in a row. So now I'm like now I'm silver three division two. I just kept going down. I'm very upset with myself. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to get ranked here and it's not helping. It's not working out for me. I'm getting very upset by this. I can't can't get good. Uh, so I will pass it off to Frost. What'd you play? I played, I was in and out of the house a lot, so I played Pokemon Go. (laughs) Back in that Pokemon Go? Yeah, because they, they're doing an event for the release of, um, Detective Pikachu where you could get a bunch of specials and a lot more Pokemon were easier to catch and were out and about, um. So I took advantage of that and I was trying to collect some stuff that I didn't have, which is a lot because I don't play the game very often. But I'm pretty happy that I got some things. I got me a Jigglypuff, which, you know, most people will be like, why are you excited about that? I am. And then I got Psyduck and I was really excited about that, too. I don't know. I was happy. I did not get a Pikachu in the detective hat. Uh, Maybe I will this weekend. Probably not, but I'll, I'll, I'll try. Detective Chew. I want him in his cute little hat, but uh, I'm really bad at raids. I 
so I'm sure by by now everybody knows that Ryan Reynolds like posted a link to a YouTube video that was Detective Pikachu movie full and it was just like the first like 30 seconds of the movie but then an hour and a half of Pikachu dancing and I watched like 20 minutes of that video I couldn't stop staring at it I saw that Ryan Reynolds actually uh thought about turning down being detective Pikachu. yeah i saw that too it yeah. was, it should it should have been he's gonna turn into the guy that says yes to everything at this point i think mm, i mean that's he a did good thing and a like, bad thing he seemed to enjoy being detective pikachu so i just find that kind of interesting yeah i think he just seems like he, he he's the kind of guy that just makes like everything fun it i, I saw another article that said that there were enough like adult outtakes that they could make a whole rated R movie out of it <laughs> which I mean obviously you know that's not gonna happen I have a video to show you later it's true detective Pikachu true detective Pikachu I like the part where Charizard comes out busting through the gates and he like curls over and he goes Pika Pika <laughs> like 100% favorite part I haven't even seen the movie yet it's just the trailer part yeah I can't can't wait to go see it this weekend Good, because right when this cast is over, before I leave, I'm going to spoil everything. <laughs> what it, so, did you play anything else or just uh, Go? I, I played Go because it was just the easiest thing for me to play when I was out and about. I'm glad everyone listened to my advice and played Wargroove. I forgot that's what that was the game. I was like, what game did Marcus want me to play again? And then I was like, I can't find it. I'm glad all of us can enjoy how good Wargroove is. I'll play it for next week. Call me tits. I, I had a great you idea. <laughs> I had a really great idea while I was at work for a game that is Pokemon related, but I have this idea for like every game. So don't judge me, but I'm just going to put this out there to anyone because I, I just want somebody somewhere to make it, even if it's a mod. But I want I want Pokemon, but it's it's XCOM. And now here, here's how I, I figure it would work. You, you, you're the commander. So just like an XCOM, you're the commander, but you're a Pokemon trainer. Now, you you have your mons, mm-hmm. so you have your six mons that you send into battle, but it's all tactics-based, like XCOM, Okay, and you got all their moves to choose from, but you're going to have all these mons, but the best part is, is it just like XCOM, you can dress up your mons and, like, you can put cool little war helmets on them, <laughs> you can put, you know, you dress them up all cute for them to go die in battle, um, <laughs> but... But I think that would be a good idea. You'd have all just your mons, and it would be like a tactics base, and you could be trainer burst trainer, but you'd have all your six of your mons out at once on the field. That seems like a pretty good idea, Marcus. Did did any Pokemon actually die? Do they die like gruesome deaths? You're eating Taurus right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, or well, like I mean, even even the TV show, did they? like legit die and then never that's, come back that's the whole point that's the whole they like premises faint. of lavender town is those are actual dead pokemon Ooh. it's pokemon's a weird verse just general yeah. just i may play pokemon go but i know next to nothing about it i was i i missed that out in the 90s i just i don't know i don't i i, I think it was withheld from me on purpose yeah, by my were, family yeah <laughs> I mean, what they you saw didn't it and they were like, com- "No, you didn't get a computer until like what high school?" Yeah, I didn't have a computer or the internet. We've already discussed this, but I didn't have the computer or the internet until I was uh, late junior year of high school. That's crazy. 
I had my own computer by the time I was in sixth grade. I my first game was when I was in sixth grade, and it was on a Game Boy Color. And before that, I never realized that games existed. Wow. Again, we've talked about this before. I had a sad life. Wow. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I wish I had some good sound effects that were like I could legally use. Wow. Does that count if we sing it ourselves? That's parody work. <laughs> Fair use. Would you play Marcus? I played uh, Super Mario Brothers for the first time. I've never played it. What, what iteration of Super Mario Just Brothers? Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Super Mario Brothers. No, I I uh, I, I had You're wearing the shirt to commemorate I, it. I've done Super Mario Brothers before. Oh my god, I didn't even see your shirt. It's super cute. Uh, I'm lying to all of you. I sh- I should go home. I shouldn't be here. I'm You're just a hack. You're a phony? What I did play was I watched Detective Pikachu. That was pretty good. <laughs> that doesn't count. Because if, if watching movies counts, then I, I watched Endgame three times. That sounds like detective work to me. You, really, you should just keep the awkward long pause in there. I yes. played Ultimate Sadness 64. What's that? Where you just cry into a tub of ice cream and watch some terrible movies. That sounds like a good plan to me. I don't... Watch terrible Game of Thrones and cry into a tub of ice cream. Oh that's God. that's it. On I've never mode. watched Game of Thrones in my life. <laughs> You'll never watch Game of Thrones after this. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. Tired of being tired? Sleep on our mattress. Maybe feel rested. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that is a that's from the Firm Mattress Company. <laughs> Ultra firm mattresses. Sleep on them. They're like a rock. Now, in soft mattress. You ever want to sleep on a gravel pit? Try one today. Order now. Use the code uh, LGA Rocks <laughs> to order the mattress and you'll get uh, 50% off shipping. Sleep's cool because it's just a bunch of rocks. Yeah, rocks uh, surprisingly don't retain heat. Uh, it just filters right through. Hot sleeper, warm sleeper, sleep cool with rocks. I it's rock solid. Quit. Don't talk about our sponsors like that, Frost. I I quit. Okay, this is, I, this is it for me. I'm done. I play. I wash my hands of you, morons. I just played more Assassin's Creed Three. I'm trying to finish up the platinum. I just have two more DLC sequences and then I'm done but I don't want to talk too much about that game anymore because the fatigue's really set in. That's like me I talking about switch. Rocket League. Every week. I just want to switch games but I I need that platinum. You gotta get that platinum. Gotta I, get it. I told you my plan is to hit 100 platinums and join the 100 platinum club. I'm pretty close. And then you'll never have to play games ever and again. And then I can switch to Xbox, get 100,000 achievables and then I can switch uh and kill myself. Then you can switch to <laughs> Steam and get one million Steam points. And I can die happy knowing I what, that I didn't have a life. What did what? What's Steam's version? What is theirs called? Steamies. Steamies. <laughs> <laughs> Steamies. Steamables. That's 
Like that sounds like a like an award show. The steamies. Or it sounds like when you go to a really fancy restaurant and they give you a hot towel and it's just it's called steamies. It's the shitty version of the Webbies, which is already shitty. Steamos. It's the steamies. I got six steamos today. Steamers. <laughs> I think voting for the Webbies is over because when I mention the Webbies, I don't get retweets on Twitter anymore. That was annoying. Pocket steams. <laughs> Play anything else or is it time for a break? It's time for a break. All right. Some may never know the sweet, succulent taste and smell of ham, but there is one thing that any with an open heart and mind may one day know the aromatic trip to Flavortown of. My audio-visual internet videos that don't have intrinsic smell or taste. Hi there, welcome to Denny's. I'm Aaron. I'll be your server today. Oh yeah, and get this, I run a YouTube channel called Lofty Smalls. Crazy, right? I'm an absolute unit at search engine optimization, so if you want to look me up, all it takes is a search of my channel name into any functional search engine, and I'm literally the only thing that comes up. Or you can find me at youtube.com slash C slash wafflecake if you prefer. That's one Lofty Smalls trademark at your service. I like to describe my content as video game essays with a hefty portion of shitpost mixed in. Like a dollop of daisy in your chili on a cold winter's morn. And I'm literally getting snowed in as we speak. Please send help. Or that mead that Girder makes with juniper berries mixed in. Again, that's Lofty Smalls trademark at youtube.com slash C slash wafflecake. Well, I think I'll be on my way now. I've got a batch of cookies in the oven that every person who subscribes to me in the next 10 milliseconds will have instantly appear in their bloodstream. Good luck, you fucking weirdos. Thank you, and ta-ta! Cheerio! Have a nice day now! Oh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for having me, LGA. Alright, and we're back. Let's do... Esports corner. Oh, I'm glad you didn't yell all it this time because that would have falsely made people excited about esports corner because nothing's going on in esports corner. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't yell because there's nothing going on in esports. It's a very bad esports corner segment today. There's uh, nothing going it's on. Not my fault. Not my fault. Yeah, nothing's happening with the esports stuff right now. So, yeah, we're let's get go. on to the part that we all like to do. The the part the the part that like. Nobody cared about last episode. Um, We're all tired. Future headlines. I didn't know we Question did mark? future headlines last time. Yeah, we did. And you said nothing the whole time. Justin basically was like talking to himself and you yeah. sat there and stared like, at him. Nobody said anything. And so I, I felt, was like, all right. And I nobody felt, cares about I, future headlines I, I, I felt anymore. compelled to like kind of talk to him, but I didn't really know how to uh, like <laughs> say anything good. Uh, so, like Marcus, you basically you were like hell bent on not saying anything. You sat there with like the most stone faced expression. <laughs> um, so this one is not specifically game related, but it is technology related. Um, uh, in a future uh, soon, uh, uh, a relatively soon update for uh, Alexa will allow. I said volume zero, you dumb bitch, <laughs> Alexa. Off. Alexa, volume off. So a future update for the Amazon Echo, in the corner listening to me, a future update will detect gaslighting. Are you gaslighting me right now? <laughs> so 
as we all know, the, these smart devices, everybody has them. They're all listening to everything we say at all times. It's all being recorded. And so they are adapting that technology to detect gaslighting. Well, that'll be handy for anybody who's involved with Pro Jared. Yes. I mean, it would have been <laughs> handy. It would have been handy already, but I mean, that's come and gone. So um, this will help in the future. Good. <laughs> Hence Good. future headlines. Um, yeah, so they're going to just detect speech patterns. They're going to go through all your Amazon order history. I don't know what that's going to do, but they're just they're just going to I mean, they already know everything about you anyway. So they're going to know when you're lying to somebody and it's going to alert the other person <laughs> that you're being gaslit. You're gaslighted. Is, is it gaslit or gaslighted in this situation? Gaslit? I mean, the the term's gaslighting. So yeah. I don't. I've only ever heard it as gaslighting, so I've never. I don't know if I've ever heard it in a different like tense. A, a past tense gas. I was gaslit. I guess game it would be gaslit. <laughs> gaslit gaming arena. <laughs> God, no. I guess that would make sense that we get rebranded because all these future headlines and spreading lies. <laughs> <laughs> They're not lies yet. They're predictions. <laughs> They're from alternate realities. Or, or this future, was true. It was always future, true. Yes. It's just in an alternate reality. Or it's something that's already happened that we just haven't been told yet. <gasps> like alien spacecrafts. <laughs> Do you think they're making like an Amazon Echo movie with like John Malkovich playing Amazon Echo? Probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, in some in some universe, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure that's happening as we speak. Actually, um, yeah, I, 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 I am so. I don't know how I feel about all the smart technology stuff. Like, I love it, but I also am like super like fearful of it. It's not even smart. I, I saw. Yeah, some- we were just talking about that in the car the other day, where you you didn't want to. You, you love technology, but not to the extent that it will like if we got microchipped in the in the future. Yeah, fuck that. I hate Big Brother stuff. I don't like it. I mean, it's our future. I don't, and I know it's coming, but I don't, God, I just know. There um, was a company that shipped its employees. Yeah. But they, it was so they could get snacks. Yeah. And that's just like one, like, <laughs> I, I know. Laying the waste you, your resources you on. could not get shipped, but then you couldn't get snacks out of the snack <laughs> machine. So Why? I know, like, I know, <laughs> I know that slippery slope is a fallacy, but I mean, fuck you. <laughs> it's not a fallacy. It, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I I don't like being watched at all times, but I know I am being watched at all times, and I'm like 100% invested into the Google ecosystem, and I have nightmares every day that we because of that because like we, I mean us as like gaming arena, like we use a lot of Google stuff, and I'm just like Google's just gonna just stop something. They're just gonna turn something off, and we're gonna be fucked. That's going to happen. I don't trust Google anymore at this point. Yeah, when you're merged in like brain-wise with into the Googleverse. It won't matter. Which is a movie coming out into the Googleverse. And then they're going to be able to just end people like they end products. Well, yeah. And then so, they're just going to have a really morbid So like they they end products like at a whim that they don't like anymore, but you're going to be able to merge your brain with Google and then they're going to be like, well, we don't like you. So we're just going to end that process. It's actually kind of like psychopaths with the dominators. Yes. So you will literally get like shot and exploded. 
<laughs> yes. Cool. Exactly. I'm, I'm down. Whatever. Or uh, it might be like Gantz where you just like your body just like expands and you blow up from the inside. I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't like Gantz? No, I like Gantz, but that's just like being exploded from the inside. I don't you know. It seems my, like you would suffer a little bit more with that one. Well, that, than, you need to be in pain. You know, the absurdity <laughs> or the, the thing I loved about Psychopaths was like the incredulous incredulity that characters had that there could possibly be a regular ass gun like you have a pistol what the fuck because <laughs> well, the dominators only fire at bad guys yeah i know well i mean who the computer deems is bad yeah who google deems is bad yeah who alexa deems is bad i see you're not using google products that's bad <laughs> <laughs> this That's, person used Bing. That sounds like, activate yeah. the dominator. That sounds like a Microsoft thing. Like Bo- a paperclip pops up. I see you're not using the uh, 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 Cortana. It's like that. Uh, those, Let me help. That meme that's going around right now, where somebody tries to grab for a Pepsi, and then somebody dressed in like a Coke unitard comes out and smacks them. It was actually the other way around. No, they do both of them. Well, I haven't seen the other one. I've only seen the one where Pepsi is like. See, you're fuck, reaching bro? for a Bepis. Yeah, where's the Bepis? Bepis man hits you. <laughs> <laughs> Bepis man bad <laughs> Bepis man just comes into your house With a dominator and like <laughs> Blows you into a million pieces <laughs> Way to bring it back it's, You're not drinking Bepis <laughs> Just the gun activates uh, activate And like kill just mode. shoots Lethal. the crap out of you <laughs> God That was a good anime though I liked it. I liked that Especially when that, that Especially when that Snapple guy got killed See, I prefer Gantz because just the Gantz likes to fuck with people. So, like, the guns have a delay. They have leg. <laughs> so, like, you may shoot, but it'll, it'll, like, take a while to register. <laughs> That's fucked up. I haven't seen Gantz, though, so I don't I have to watch it. Hasn't it been going for, like, forever? N- no, the original anime just has, like, kind of a makeshift ending. It's only, like, 26 episodes. Oh, okay. And then there's, like... There's a, a CGI movie that's really well done, even though it's kind of, if you don't know a lot about Gantz, it kind of dumps you in at a confusing part. <laughs> uh, but I, I recommend all anything Gantz related, even the live action movies. It's all, right. all pretty good. I think that's, we've, we've kind of, we've exhausted the future headline for this week. So we're going to move on to the top three news. I swear to God, I need a theme for this. Boo-doo-doo-doo. There you go. And a little jingle. <laughs> I mean, I would like if we had like a little jingle or signifier right before any of our like ads or people. Oh yeah, that would be like just I, I I mean what I would want and maybe it's royalty free and you can edit this from the cast if you need to. Uh but I just want it to be that doom scream. <laughs> like the you know, like when people die. I don't know if I could use that. I, I, it might be royalty free though, because they used a lot of weird like sound effects that were like like the free public sounds. domain. Yeah, I have to look into that. I don't know, maybe just that. You, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so do we want to do this in reverse order? Do we need to count down from three to one? Yes, three to one. Okay, so I'll bet you guys know what number one is. It's Bepis, man. <laughs> I know what it is, but that's because I know the no. <laughs> it was, we were going with the riot walkouts for three, right? Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So number three for this week is the the uh, basically a, a bajillion rock uh, riot employees did a walkout. They were so I I think I believe last the last episode we brought up the fact that the uh, riot um, did some shady shit to prevent their employees from suing the company for different things. They wanted them to go into forced arbitration. And in the wake of that, now there is an actual walkout of the employees. Um, So it was over 150 employees walk out to protest the uh, forced arbitration. And that happened four days ago. So that would be Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Which good on them. I'm, yeah, I'm glad this happened. Like, like I said, I mean, and, and and like I said, when you first sent me the article that the the walkout was happening, I was just like, I hope that this is like the catalyst that helps the gaming industry start to unionize. And I mean, and I know like there's a lot of like pushback about unions and everything, and I sort of get where they're coming from. Where like a lot of these big unions are no better than corporations at this point because they're kind of bloated and they don't do a ton for employees, but there and are all the union that, dues. Yeah, and there are things that they do that people don't like, but when I say I'm pro-union, I mean, like, what I think is, like, every workplace should have a union. Maybe not, like, a gigantic nationwide union, but I think everybody should have a union where all the employees have one voice for that company. Um, They shouldn't have to have, like, an outside union go in and do negotiations for them. It should be the employees together doing the negotiations, but... I mean, that's just besides the point. Unionization is a thing that kind of really needs to happen in the gaming industry, I believe. It needs to be something because that the government's not doing anything. I mean, one of the problems with unions is you do get locked in kind of a seniority thing. And then also like a you also can't like actively switch jobs. So like you're you're technically not supposed to like, I guess in this case, theoretically, if you're a animator, but you also know sound stuff that you couldn't easily like slide into doing sound stuff. And that's which would make it harder for something like we talked last week with the Borderlands voice actor for Claptrap. Yes. Where he wouldn't be able to do voice work, being that he was just another person on the team. Yeah. And I like like it. So that kind of comes with the territory of being attached to like a large union. And that's why I think that the. Like employees of a company should come together and form like their own union with like their kind of own deal so that they can make it work within the industry rather than having a boilerplate thing applied across the whole system. Like one such like one solution fits all because that doesn't work for everything. Can it be like a game developers guild? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, be obviously something that's not a union. Yeah, I mean, well, there's. I mean, technically, it's still a union. I mean, like the the Writers Guild of America, it's still technically a union. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just a different, a fancy name for a union. <laughs> I mean, something to protect them in some ways. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. I I just know unions have like kind of some rules that I can see that you wouldn't want. Yeah, and kind of. I mean, this is a little bit besides the point, but this just happened the other day where. Uh, it was like in a workplace area of a Delta Airlines and someone took a picture and posted it online. And it was a poster that they said and it was this poster said it was something along the lines of um, union dues can average about seven hundred dollars a year. Wouldn't you rather spend that money on a new gaming console? Just the worst. Like and it was just yeah. And it was just like a nondescript like hand holding a controller like 
there was just like I'm like this is like super fucked up like I mean across the board like on average like union people doing similar like if you compare like a union job to a non-union job in like the same industry the union job pays more yeah it's just like I said that's way more than yeah and way more than what offsets the union dues the the only real differences is with without unions you're you're able to well certain people are able to move up quicker because like yeah like you can get people that schmooze up to the higher ups and they move up the ranks faster than someone who's been there longer but well it, even that aside in especially with the games industry like with devs it's like if you're a particularly talented individual yeah, like, you, and you, a union could possibly stop that from happening. Like you, like you like may have to go up all these through all these loopholes. Yeah, you go through loopholes, or you would have to um, just sit there and just kind of wait until like the old people leave or die off or something. It's just it, so, so. I mean, there are like bad scenarios. There's that pros happen, and but, cons, but I think but overall yes, net you, would be better than what it is now. Union jobs do. 100% especially pay more inter- like higher intro rates than yeah. almost any other job. And like I said, I just think that they sh- they need to form their own thing that works. It doesn't need to be it shouldn't have to be tied to a specific union. It shouldn't have to be a national thing. It can be their own thing like they're doing. Like they don't have any union representation and yet they all walked out on the job. So I mean that's kind of the thing that needs to happen. They they can form their own union or association or whatever a mass death strike yeah, and like make things work <laughs> like they, they just need make things work for what works within their industry because like i said it's you can't just slap standard union stuff across the board with like there there should be some degree of like seniority i believe but it shouldn't be the end all be all and there shouldn't be like a new person rising up the ranks super fast than like people that have been there for a little bit longer, like this, just find a way to balance it. I obviously I don't have the solution to this, but it's just kind of my thoughts on the whole situation. Yeah, I think they should easily be able to get something because I mean, I think like voice actor wise, we saw obviously a big strike amongst voice actors, and they got a, they came to a compromise eventually. But it's yeah. like, and also, that voice actors are protected. I don't think that forced arbitration should be legal. Like if you're like signing something or working for someone shouldn't automatically mean that you waive your right to uh, like the court process. Yeah. So obviously like, yeah, they say, oh, well, it does it. It it lessens the burden on the court system. But in reality, all it means is like you're just it's like it's another level of HR. Like HR for a company is there to first and foremost to, to protect the company. And you add forced arbitration into that. I mean, obviously, that company doing the arbitration has an incentive to um, go in the favor of the company. Otherwise, well, you you ruled in favor of who we were against. We can we'll just switch to a different arbitration company now. I mean, and this is also reminiscent of how I talked about employee handbooks. And yeah. how, like, they have a lot of legal jargon in it, and you sign it even though, like, some of it is 100% not, like, legal at all. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, like, you have to sign it to yeah. work at a company. Yeah, and and even then, like, even though it's not legal, like, still you could argue in court that, like, well, you signed it. I know, and it's like, well, what do you do? But, and that's kind of like this is, it's just, like, yeah. more legal jargon that 
is just screwing over people. And I mean, that's like how, uh, what are they called? End user agreements on a lot of stuff where it's just like, yeah, I have to agree to this anyway to use said product that I purchased, which is kind of dumb sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Where I mean, you buy you buy software and now it's like, well, you don't own the software. You just own a license to use it until we deem otherwise. Yep. Which is which is like, I mean, I'm sure everybody by now knows the whole thing with John Deere and how you don't (laughs) they don't want you to own the tractor. You just own the right to use the tractor. Yeah, which is super. It's it's always just once again, just legal jargon. I mean, that's this. It's the same way, actually, with PlayStation's. You don't technically own a PlayStation. You're like leasing the PlayStation. I don't know if that's true of Nintendo and Microsoft, but it's it wouldn't true surprise of me if it's that or way. It mean, even was true of Sony. I don't know if that was something they had to rewrite because they I know they had to write rewrite something in their end user agreement to follow standards. I might have to look that up. I'm not 100 percent sure on how that went. I mean, but it would surprise me if it's that way for the Switch or the Xbox or most electronics for that matter. Yeah, and it's like that's that's how they can screw you if you once again open up your console. Yeah. Like it, it, it's it's ways to screw you for tampering with their stuff, you know, uh, you know, modding it in any way so they can screw you instead of once again, you technically you legally own that you should be able to do like I at least firmly believe you should be able to do whatever you want. Yeah. Like if you buy my right to smash it if I want. Yeah. I mean, if you buy something and it's physically in your possession, like you it's not like you're constantly like I would say that like if it's a case where you're making payments on it and it's like once you stop making payments on it, you have to give it back. Then, yeah, then you don't own it. But if you buy something and you indefinitely have it in your position, then you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want with it. Yeah, I know. It's like that's something that I hope legally eventually happens, like that eventually the companies will be forced to not have stuff like that in end users agreements because it really doesn't make sense. Yeah. But anyway, kind of got a little away from stuff, but I mean, still in the (laughs) realm of... This walkout, though, it's it's good. I think this might serve as the catalyst, like you said, uh, yeah, it's, to really it's, get the conversation back around devs unionizing. Yeah, it's a, a step that needs to happen. I mean, the, the industry is a whole giant fucking mess right now, and there's just a lot of, a lot of stuff is going on with these companies, um, which which kind of that kind of brings us to our next article where. Uh, a U.S. senator's uh, new bill would ban selling loot boxes to children, which is actually a it's a bipartisan bill. Yeah, both sides are in support of this, and I well, it's because it's for the kids. Yeah, and it's <laughs> I mean, it, it, loot box like it's extremely predatory. It's, us as adults, I don't think are impacted as much by it because I mean we grew up with games where you just bought it and then you had everything in the game yeah now though it's predatory upon kids you picture like i don't have kids of my own but just imagining like kids getting a loot box for the first time and like like that endorphin rush yeah of like opening this thing and getting cool stuff and then wanting more i mean it's really all it is is like for us when we were kids it was opening a pack of pokemon cards yeah now it's just in video games 
but it's like people Digital assign. Uh, yeah, but now it's like people assign a monetary value to it because you can trade stuff like that online and people like actually like will sell stuff for real money and make money off of it. So it like turns into like a weird form of gambling, which I mean, still again, like back in the day, like people would sell Pokemon cards to each other. So, I mean, it's just so, so predatory and I just don't like, well, I, I don't like the loot boxes per se, but I, I think everything like Apex does it. Okay. I think I, th- I still think some of the stuff in there is overpriced and the skins aren't quite super quality, but yeah, everything you should be able to buy outright if you so choose. Yes. And then they should just, I, I think it's fine. Like having loot boxes for progression. I kind of wish you couldn't buy loot boxes. I, th- I wish you just got them as like a progression, like gift. And then if you so chose, you could buy skins and stuff outright. Yeah, if they I would agree had with that. to monetize that way. But they do have kind of the least crappy way of doing the loot boxes because it's not like, uh, for example, like as much as I love Rocket League and I know I've mentioned it before, but their method is they give you you earn loot boxes randomly while playing the game or you can buy them. Or I don't know if actually no, I don't think you can buy them, but you earn loot boxes throughout the game just playing matches but then they just sit there because you have to buy keys to unlock them and you're so just dumb. taunting you. And not only that, but you can look, you can click, you can, you can select the loot box and it's, it's like a four by six grid or maybe it's like a three by five grid or something like that. And it shows all the possible things that you can get in that loot box. And of course you open the loot box, you get one of those. So it's like, it shows you what ones Ugh. you could get, but you get, just one so it's like you see one that you want but you don't get that one so it's like well now i gotta get more of these loot boxes super super predatory i've been trying to make my way through that the battle pass on it or not the battle pass the the rocket pass the rocket pass is it called rocket Pass? i think it is i think it's called the rocket it's pass. good name um and got it to i'm i'm like level three and i think it goes up to like freaking level 100 jeez it's insane like I'm not getting anywhere on that. Yeah, and I mean, they sound like they do stuff kind of like Smite, um, which I yeah I used to play a lot of Smite, but it has just they have boxes that are kind of on a rotating time schedule, but they'll have like theoretically 72 items in said chest, and then you'll you know buy buy a box that's random, and then it'll be like okay now there's 71, you know, so you you can't get repeats, but imagining if you only wanted one skin out of that and it's got like voice packs and other stuff and it's it's all random chance in that game you can't like there are a few skins you can buy outright but for the most part everything's from these chests that are all random yeah i'm gonna read a uh, snippet of this article here so the legislation was outlined on wednesday uh it's called the protecting children from abusive games act which is a pretty harsh title but probably pretty deserved um, is it's focused on those under the age of 18 years old who are purchasing in-game goods through a marketed free-to-play game that that have easy in-app purchases for kids kids to buy in order to release more content. Uh, in a statement, Holly, uh, so like the the senator that uh, kind of sponsored this is called uh, Senator Josh Holly. And Holly said, "Social media and video games prey on user addiction." siphoning our kids' attention from the real world and extracting profits from fostering compulsive habits. 
No matter this business model's advantages to the tech industry, one thing is clear. There are no excuses for exploiting children through such practices. Should I fully agree with? Yeah. It's loot boxes suck. <laughs> I don't like them. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of glad at least I don't have kids because obviously phone games and tablet games are like full of these things and yeah. like in-app purchases. And it's like, you know, do this and play more, like pay money to play more of the game. Yeah, I especially hate that ones where like the the match three games where it's like, oh, you got to ha- you, you got to buy these stars or whatever to play the game, because if you if you lose, then you don't get to play the game for a whole day. And they just got art styles and like like popping vis- colors. Visuals, yeah, stuff that stimulates kids sounds yeah it's and of course they're all colorful. marketed as free to play so yep yeah that's it i'm glad i don't have kids for that reason <laughs> it's a future that i'm gonna have to deal with yeah that i mean obviously there still are like games that exist that are good but i've always been thinking of this like while i've been at work lately um because when, when we grew up our, our options were real limited and I think of how like at least when I was a kid like my parents just like gave me Mario and you, you know like simple games like that but yeah. now these kids live in an era where they have like unlimited choices and like they they have essentially crappy clones of said games yes so it's like <laughs> I, I would be interested to see if a child would choose a crappy clone over the genuine article yeah, at that's, this point, like, it's, like, it's pretty you, easy to, yeah. Would you choose something that's like, in the case with Mario, I guess I think of if you had a Mario clone that had like a furry mascot character that might be better targeted at a kid than a fat Italian plumber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really know why he worked so well when we were kids. That's all we had. It's really that's what it is, but <laughs> but even I think of this with movies and TV shows where I'm like, when we were kids, uh, I I know like most kids watched like the same couple movies over and over again, but that's because we had to, we had VHS tapes, but I know modern kids also still do that. They watch the yep. same things over and over yep. again. Yeah, my but kid they have will so watch many more this, choices. He, he has the entire like Netflix library at his disposal, and he watches the same four shows. See, I think this is a burning the candle from both ends scenario where before we did that because we were limited on options. Like we only had so many movies, but now there's infinite movies, but they just know like I like this one. So, of course, I want to watch this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a it's brutal. It's brutal, brutal around here some days. But does your kid choose like crummy knockoff shows of other shows over like a genuinely good show? He doesn't even like it's not even crummy knockoffs, it's just bad shows from other countries that are tr- <laughs> that are dubbed into English. Just terrible, terrible, like the worst of the worst shows. And then you show him good shows and then he's like, "No, yeah, I like, I don't want Yeah, he's like, "I don't want to watch this." Like he, there was one, it was like what's the other day he didn't want to wa- he didn't want to watch Adventure Time. I don't want to watch Adventure Time. He's like, you're gonna watch Adventure Time and you're gonna like it. <laughs> I'm interested in that psychology behind that. Like, well, like I said, I yeah, it's like even though like Adventure Time, it's like really poppy colors. It's 
fun and colorful and I like, would love to interject. Yes, I'm still sitting here, but he actually did ask to watch Adventure Time. And when I put it on for him, he was sitting down and watching it. And it came to a part where like the angel of death comes to try and save Finn and she's all sweet and pretty. And then he's like, yeah, I'll go with you. And so she picks him up and flies away. And then her face mutates into like something terrifying. That's why he doesn't want to watch it because <laughs> his face, she, she was all pretty. And then all of a sudden she was like, and I'm going to eat you. And she looked like a skeleton. And he was just like, oh, and he looked at me like, what? what? Or even Gravity Falls. Like, it's just, it's, it's a, it's adult content, but it's in a cartoon form. It's actually pretty morbid. Yeah, and but it's just like he just picks like these. They're they're, they're like, not even dubbed. They're just they're they're just no talking at all. It's just sounds. Oh yeah, some of them yeah are like that, but like some of them are. They're, are you talking about Apu and Bole? God, that one. <laughs> There's just some real terrible shows that I never thought could be worse than what I watched when I was a kid. You know what I watched when I was a kid? I watched Snoopy, Peanuts, Ducktales. But they like the, they remastered was, that. Like when so. I was yeah, I I can't remember like all of what I watched back then. Like, but when I was his age, it was definitely um, Peanuts that I liked. It was yeah, I watched some of that. I watched a lot of uh, what was that show? Duck Dodgers. I yeah. it was Ducktales, Duck. and then there was Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. And then there's Tailspin and Rescue Rangers. You know what? I'm I'm probably alone in this, but I remember when I was in kindergarten, so like I was six, I would would sprint home from school, literally sprinting as fast (laughs) as I could, because if I didn't, I would miss the show I love to watch called Pirates of Dark Water. Oh, (laughs) sounds familiar. Yeah, it was like seeing some stuff from it now. It looks terrible, but I'm like, I loved that show as a kid. Did you watch Eureka's Castle? That doesn't sound Ew. familiar. That's like a toddler show. <laughs> yeah, it was. Though, I was. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to recall like the toddler shows that I watched. Oh, uh, Little Bear, Rupert Bear, uh, Fraggle Rock. See, when I was really little, I really liked Fox and the Hound, and like. <laughs> I need to. I liked some really <laughs> dark stuff. Like I Homeward really like Bound. I liked Homeward Bound. I like Goonies. I liked. Uh, I don't know why I like Goonies. It's technically terrifying. It's <laughs> um, good. What else? You just you, you knew rats. you knew who Josh Brolin would become in the future. <laughs> I, I did like my dad's statement about Goonies that he really hates that movie um, because he's like every pedophile owns that movie. Oh God! And, but his, his state, his specific statement, which might be too dark for the show, but I'm going to say it anyway, is he was like, "I just picture them beating their meat to them." Oh <laughs> That's <God>. gross. <laughs> That's terrible. It's just, just I'm leaving that that, doing that, the truffle shuffle. Does, I'm leaving that in. Does that does that make me a pedophile for watching that movie and liking that movie? Then, according to Marcus's dad, if yes. you're beating oh. your meat to to chunk doing the truffle shuffle. <laughs> oh god that's but, great but yeah i i i watched you know like uh that ducktales movie the ducktales and the lost lamp whatever it was yeah but, but I, I watched like that the hobbit i watched a lot of the hobbit <laughs> i watched that Ewoks ewoks movie like a ton oh yeah 
which I I know is bad, but I just like <laughs> I like Star Wars stuff, but I really like that for some reason because I, I just really a, like the Ewoks. I'm such a basic white bitch, it's just Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. Nice. Watched a lot of Aladdin, but we like. Uh, oh, go, a goofy movie and an extremely goofy movie. Uh, a goofy movie. Don't get me started on I that. My, Justin hates it so much. I think my parents like actively tried to like steer me away from anything like nerdy or sci-fi related. <laughs> wow, they failed miserably. I uh, when I was like three or four, I would always. I had tr- I had like nightmares when I was a kid all the time, so I'd sometimes like sneak out of bed. And my dad would be like in the basement watching uh, movies, but I'll, I'll I'll get to that in more depth later. Uh, <laughs> but I would sneak down and like I'd crawl into the basement to watch these movies with them. But they were they were Van Damme. <laughs> 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 they were like Van Damme, Steven Seagal movies. Van Damme. That I would just like. Th- my mom was like, "Yeah, you would just like sneak out and watch these extremely violent movies." <laughs> Rob <laughs> Van Motherfucking Dam. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I I don't know. I was a weird kid. I watched a lot of Rock Van Damme movies when I was a kid too. <laughs> I did not. The explosions I remember, and punching people. God, I can't remember. To me. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was just like I was watching it, and it was like probably a rated R movie with my parents, and like someone was just like just dead, like head decapitated on a bed or something. Like someone was dead and a guy just walks in and he's like, holy shit. And I like, I, I was like, and I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, and I was like, holy shit. And my parents were like, you don't say, it was like the first time I've ever like repeated a curse word. And I was like, they're like, Hey, no, you don't say that. And I was like, so scared. And I like never said it again. Yeah. I was like most kids. And I accidentally saw the opening to RoboCop. Uh, and that scared the <laughs> shit out of me. What? My parents would why, always send me away for the nudie scene in Titanic. Why? Why? What happens in RoboCop? That's so a bad? guy gets like, like super murdered. Yeah. Oh, I and it's I've, like <laughs> spooky looking. But it, when you're just, a kid, it was like it's really traumatizing seeing a guy like get shot to pieces like that, and then like he's just screaming bloody murder. Oh my what god! About, do you uh, remember Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Like yeah, all cool. of our children, all of our childhoods were fucked or up. What about, I was fine with Who Framed Roger. Rabbit. What about what about Total Recall? <laughs> that scene where like they. they I was <laughs> really into that chick with three boobs. I was really into that. Everybody how did you feel about like them like getting pushed out uh, out of the airlock and or whatever on Mars and their like eyes are bulging? See, that, this that was this was all just bit, commonly accepted. This is what we watched at uh, when I was a kid. This is what our grandfather watched. Then we just sat down and watched it and didn't say anything. They didn't even bother to send movie, me out. You're gonna like it. Yeah, like I had the exact opposite experience of you. And how funny that we are opposite. I actually don't like sci-fi, but I grew up with a bunch of sci-fi. Yeah, like I still watch like stuff like that. But I think when I'm talking about like when I was very young, I think like all the nerdy stuff like The Hobbit and anything like that. I think I don't have any memory of ever watching that stuff. So I think like they intentionally chose like maybe watch things that like watching these football movies god they were proud of him once upon a time that he sat through and watched golf yeah they're like he liked golf when he was a kid and now i was like man i'd like i'd rather die than watch golf (laughs) (laughs) like that's golf is kind of ridiculous i don't it's so boring how can anybody watch how could people play golf that's what 
all my coworkers, that's all they ever do is play golf. That that's all they talk about. They're like, we're gonna go play golf. We're gonna go. It's like they're like it's the, the bro- ultimate old people. But no, because I have a couple people that are around my age, and that's like all they talk about too. It's like Justin, I got news for you. You're old people. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't like. They're like the bro dudes, but they play golf. I don't. That's what where bro dudes go. Like play some golf, put some eighteen holes, and you know play golf. Like I mean, it's an excuse to drink. Usually, I think. Maybe I don't sit around, drink some beer. I don't get it. Get out in the sun. Get golf. I thought that's why you went fishing. It's the same concept. (laughs) I don't even like fishing. I think golf is. I like just to go get some sun. I like the concept. I I didn't know you could drink on a golf course. Actually, um. I like the concept of catching my own fish to eat, but I hate the process. You're not really fishing. eating your own fish. <laughs> I just, I, it's, uh no. I mean, I'll do it. I just, I'll let, I'll let Frost bash the head end of the fish. I don't like doing that either. Nah, it's catch and release all day. <laughs> I, I hate catch and release. Like if I'm, like I, I don't like doing things without a purpose. If I'm going to go out there and fish, that's because I'm get, is it through Fuck the experience. I want to eat the fish. I like the way fish tastes. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking throw fish. Like, if I don't have to, I'm not going to throw a fish you can back. You catch the same fish three times. <laughs> How'd that happen? I just, you, you catch a fish and throw it back. And I'm like, that was dinner. What the fuck? <laughs> don't do that. No. <laughs> Only just, if you cook it right, though. I, and I agree with you. Not This is totally off topic, by the way. I, I agree with you. I'd rather have a fresh caught fish that we caught ourselves that tastes way better than what you get in the store. It's true. It's true. I like freshwater fish, especially up here because the water is ultra fresh. We're basically the so source. Crisp. We're basically the source of the nation's water. Everything after us is pure shit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but Welcome what- to Montana. <laughs> would you choose the shitty knockoff, though? When I was a kid? Yeah. I mean, if how would you know if you can't if you don't know any better? What would you know is the shitty knockoff? If you found it would, at the dollar store. If, if you were okay, if if you were born today, would you choose a game with loot boxes that's free to play or a game that cost five dollars that's actually good? I mean, probably I would have ended up with the free game. Yeah, you like loot boxes? I knew it. No, no I, hate, <laughs> I mean, like if I were born in a time where I didn't know anything better, like they. The, the kids don't know. They just what was follow better. one another, well, so it doesn't it doesn't even matter knowing or not knowing. They just do what's popular. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, this just goes into like good, bad. It's all a cultural construct, and that's like what is good is just based on peers. But even that aside, I just uh, I'm I'm curious to know it, from an objective standpoint if once again, like if we had. Like, I, I can't even think of a great example, but obviously on the NES, there was, like, several Mario clones. Would you like to yeah. watch... choose a, a Mario clone over... Would yeah. you like to watch The Prince of Egypt, or would you like to go to the dollar store and buy, like, those stupid David and Goliath cartoons? <laughs> I mean, it's it's just For an me, interesting... That was like, 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 would you like to watch a real cartoon, would, or do you want to watch the Veggie Tales? Would you like Would you like to watch Frozen, or would you like to watch Snow Queen? Well, and that's like, like I said, I I don't know what kids would choose because kids have no taste. They'll just yeah. do it and watch anything. Whatever but, uh, is the 100%. most poppy and flashy is what they're gonna choose. But but I find it interesting to think like kids like well. 
it's like I said, I would like to get literally in their mind and just see it through their eyes of like what uh, uh, like what would appeal to them in a crappier rendition of something. <laughs> like why <laughs> what, what would draw them to it over what drew uh, you to Digimon? Don't. Oh, them's fighting words. Oh, man. Super Shane. That was good. Oh, shit. Any real person knows that Digimon actually has a legit good story and you Pokemon doesn't. It's that's I mean, that is true. Did you? OK. And I, I think I like like I said, there's always something that attracted me to like extremely violent things. And I think that's why I got into like Dragon Ball Z, obviously, like action packed fighting stuff and if you look at Digimon like they're essentially like take an animal and strap guns to it yeah and I was like that's cool so <laughs> I'm I I marathon did Digimon with my brother once and I'm trying to remember I don't remember all the plot of Digimon like that what so there at one Isn't point there like legit incest in it I, oh. wait, <laughs> what? Jesus no. Christ no swear. so um <laughs> They're like trying to find like another like secret person like we don't know who the person is that's the digital master or some like and it just turns out to be someone that was like they were already friends with and then like the next episode like I don't remember like they were suddenly like in the opening I don't remember if they were in the opening before that point you're talking about uh Kari yes I think Ty's sister yeah, so was she in the opening sequence no. before that? Okay, I was like, because after that point happened where they revealed that she was one of them or one of the people that could do whatever, because I don't re- fucking remember the actual what they're called in Digimon. The Digidestin. Yeah, that. Um, so, like, I was, I, they got to that point where they revealed her, and then, like, the next episode came on, and she was in the opening. And I was just like, wait a minute, was she there the whole time, and I just didn't fucking know, and they, I didn't realize? They changed the opening when she got added. Okay, I was like... Because they, they even changed to add the crest. Okay. Yeah, because I was like... I was like, wait, she was hidden in plain sight the whole time, <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention, what the fuck? They, yeah, it... I didn't because also like that was younger me and not really being familiar with anime and how like every cartoon I ever watched was like the same opening forever where like anime they change the opening. Yeah, where you see at least in in Digimon since they get like stuck in the digital world and like there's all these like they, they had seen the Digimon when they were kids like well younger kids <laughs> uh, you know there, there's a lot of like interesting story bits in there and like story beats where pokemon's just like he, he wants just, to be the best yeah. and he sets out to catch he them finds all different companions and along the way it's like the real ones from last season were like giant douches i don't where it's like oh these digimon are like getting turned evil and like going yeah. on rampages and then there was like a big old thing like this last season where like are they actually gonna let Ash win the the championship and they didn't and they didn't and that this was just the like best the biggest to do it that was like the biggest blue balls like I'm just like people should have quit watching Pokemon at that point yeah that was pretty bad but don't but go watch Detective Pikachu because it looks good but in any case yeah. Did, what drove me to Digimon was it had a good story. Aside from me being poor, and that was like my only choice, but but yeah, it's see, like I, it actually legit in hindsight it has a really good story, especially season one. Yeah, see, I I watched like I said I watched both, so 
I mean, a lot of people did, but they still picked on the Digimon people over the Pokemon. Like the Pokemon kids still hated on the Digimon kids, even if they watched both or all three, if they watched Monster Rancher. Rancher. <laughs> See, I and when I was a kid, I don't remember. Like I knew like Digimon was a thing, but I was just like. I don't rem- recall an instance of ever like knowing anybody that was like into Digimon but not Pokemon. Like I said, I liked Pokemon, but I just didn't have a choice. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, guess... I, I couldn't watch the show or I didn't have money for cards and all that, so I didn't get to yeah. fully participate. I mean, I still went well, and saw like Pokemon the first movie. I still yeah. talked about Pokemon. I like knew a lot about Pokemon. I played like Stadium. Yeah, I I'm still kind Pokemon of Pokemon Blue. Like I'm in that boat too. Like I, I couldn't like go out and like get enough cards to like actually make a deck to be one of those people that are like, yeah, we're actually playing battle Pokemon and stuff. Like I just, I had, I got a few booster packs and that was it. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. When we were kids, nobody knew how to play that game. No, yeah, hell no. <laughs> they just thought the cards were cool, and then they just were like, I win. Well, it was, yep. it was kind of like collecting baseball cards. That's yeah. what it was for. Yeah. See, then we got a few of us got into magic, like after Pokemon. See, I never, I didn't get what? into you magic didn't, until did, college. You didn't, you didn't jump into Yu-Gi-Oh and then graduate to magic. No, I just went straight into magic. <laughs> My brother got into Yu-Gi-Oh. See, I was, tried, and I, just... I, I got into Yu-Gi-Oh much later. Like it, and even then, I was like tangentially into Yu-Gi-Oh because. Uh, one of my friends had just a, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, so we, he, we would make decks. Even though he denies it, but he always gave me the worst cards. You know what one I hate? Fucking Beyblade. Go fucking die, Beyblade. You want to know what's worse than Beyblade? You want to know what's worse? Zatch Bell. No, it's not. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't, I don't like Zatch Bell. T- Zatch Bell. That was you know was Zatch Bell was like he game. had a. He- well, know, it kind of was. I don't know. Do you know what was they made the it best? seem like it was from the episodes that I've seen? I'm going to tell you what the best was. Motherfucking Zoids. That was the you, best. You bought I the did, game, the new game coming out? I did like it's, Zoids. I, is it out already? It's coming. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited for the new series, too. I fucking love Zoids. A lot of the kids, like, we're so off topic, but a lot of the, <laughs> ki- a lot of the kids when I was growing up were into Zoids, but I never got into it. I um, never got the toys because they're like super expensive, but like holy shit, those cartoons were badass when I was a kid. Literally, the only reason why I got into Zoids is that they ended the first season of Inuyasha, and I needed something to fill that void. <laughs> and the same guy that voiced Zoid Inuyasha void. was in Zoids, and I was like, okay, I'll just watch this and close my eyes. <laughs> See, I was into like when I was a real little kid. I was into like a lot of. Sh- but I, I was doomed from the start because my introductory to anime was I watched like Speed Racer. I watched like Voltron. There was a it. I can't remember what the show was called. And that's because there's weird naming conventions. And it was like, I think, a fusion of two other animes. But it was essentially Gotcha Man. But it was whatever it was called in the States. <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched like, you know, Voltron, Gotcha Man. Yeah. I watched. Uh, but but my favorite growing up, my favorite was Robotech. Watched Robotech, the Macross Saga. So yeah, well. so I had, like, that stuff before, like, Zoids and all that even existed. So you had, like... like it, okay, so you had, yeah, you had the good stuff imported directly to your brain. Like, which is weird, because people have told me, like, yeah, that stuff just was on Cartoon Network, which, I, I mean, I did have cable at that point when I was a child, when I was real little, but I don't remember any of that stuff being on Cartoon Network, but... Like, yeah, I, I swear it was on some different channel that had just, like... I didn't have Cartoon Network. Weird anime like stuff. School. 
So I, I got in the Zoids by the time they were, I, I forget what they were, what it was called at that point in time. But like, you know, like the first one is Chaotic Century. And then there's a one where like Zoids is like an officially sanctioned battle thing where it's like tournaments almost like that. Like that's that's what I first got into. And then I went back and watched Chaotic Century. Wasn't there like Zoids Beasts or whatever? Yeah, that happened after it was then they had like fusions and that like failed miserably. Hmm. Interesting. Getting real nostalgic up in this. All right. Well, we got to go <laughs> to, the, to the third we, top. Holy story. shit. We went so far off topic on this one. <laughs> We're way off the deep end. All right. So YouTuber Pro Jared accused of sexually soliciting fans. And this all happened yesterday. Yeah, I put look, I made I made him put this as top news. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't disagree. Like, this was, like, kind of the... This is a huge thing that just happened. Like, I've never seen up. any of his content. I I'm, I'm wasn't familiar with him at all until yesterday. <laughs> See? Like, you just hopping on the gossip train then. Well, because it's a big thing. Like, well, it he's, affects a lot of people. I mean, he was friends with John Tron at one point. Well, because he was through normal boots. Yes. Yeah. Which normal boots has dropped him. I don't know if they had dropped him, like, before any of this. Well, it sounds like he already had a falling out with John Tron before. Well, yeah, at least John Tron, but I mean, like, normal boots. I thought John Tron owned normal boots. No. No? Huh. He's just affiliated with them. He's just one of their people. Okay. Um, But... Like, he, I guess he was on Game Grumps stuff before, which I'd never seen him on Game Grumps. Well, he had to be because he... he the person he cheated on with was Ross's wife... From yes. Game Grumps. Oh yes. my fucking god! Are you serious? Yep. <gasps> oh no! So, uh, I had like, no idea. But like Ross and her had separated like before this, though, right? I, I thought, don't think so. Jeez, I'm so far behind. Last I checked, they were still married. <laughs> like the tweet I saw made it almost seem like they had separated I th- already. I think. When did they separate? I think they were already separated when this news broke, but. I believe they were fooling around while I think they both oh, yeah. were having an affair. Yeah, probably. As far as I know. I mean, because some of the funny comments I saw floating around the internet, like through Reddit and whatnot, which sadly I can't give any of these people credit because uh, I can't remember their names. I just remember the comments. <laughs> but uh, one was like, like the sad face when you get cut, it, like you're a game grump and you get cucked by Smeagol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, I thought it was funny, like, the one where that said, like, you go and cheat on somebody with, like, that's, like, lesser looking. Like, when they both cheat on they somebody, both, that's they lesser looking. They both got downgrades. Because, like, pro, pro Jared's wife was really pretty, and then, like, pro Jared looks like a discount version of Ross to me. I mean, pro Jared, in my opinion, and I always thought this, he's ugly as sin. Like, he is an ugly motherfucker. He's not very good looking, though. Like, he's got just ugly uh, ass Frost eyeballs. Go a picture. He's got. He's formless. He's very formless. And, uh, yeah, he just. Both women, in my opinion, are way. They're at way out of this guy's ball, like, ballpark. Yeah, and he has bulging eyeballs. He's a fucking freak. Oh, gross. His mouth is like absurdly huge. Gross. I mean, but we're not here to <laughs> look talk about his physical I look like a freaking battle toad and I look better than this guy. I'm like, like I, 
Like I, I his, want- his ability to make his face disappear into his neck. This is disturbing. This guy has no freaking chin. That's like he's for yeah, he's formless. Yeah, I don't I don't wanna I wanna just focus on his physical deformities. He here, looks but. like a weasel, like a piece of shit. I don't know. Can we talk, talk about to. his pee pee that I saw? What? <laughs> yeah, I didn't I I didn't look at I didn't look for it. I the hot dog picture you sent me was good enough. That was his pee pee. His crooked, mangled ass cock. <laughs> yeah, it Froster, you look it up. Th- what am I, I supposed to is. look up? Look up this guy's peepee. I think you, pro you just Jared t- like I think penis? Just pro Jared's dick. Yeah, I think you could just yeah it. pro Jared penis. You'll probably find it. This guy's tiny ass cock. I'm not, I'm not looking it up. Uh, Google Images. This man's tiny, <laughs> this man's that that is that's just a rat. <laughs> that's great. It's a picture of a girl holding a rat between her legs, and it looks like a fucking. This mess. man's that's great. I just want a uh, a woman's opinion on this guy's whole body because it's a full body shot. Okay, pro Jared ugly nude. That the picture in the Sailor Moon outfit needs some explaining. That's all I'm gonna He's say. He's got some explaining to He's do. He's got some explaining to do. Where do you find all of this content? I think they I think uh, they wiped it, on, it. No. Search for it on Twitter. It's everywhere on no, Twitter. I'm gonna find it right now. Uh yeah. So yeah, um, but also like he, he was like gaslighting his wife and making her see, making her feel like all the relationship problems were because of her, and that that I guess they had kind of officially separated in like February, but like that wasn't public. And they're sleeping in different beds, and like he wouldn't really like he made it feel like she wasn't allowed to like hang out with him and his friends. So like she he tried to keep them separate so that she wouldn't tell. So she would stay away. And then on top of that, like he tried to make her sign an NDA. What? What is that? A horse cock? <laughs> it, no, he has a fucking. Yeah. His, looks, the, t- the, the, tip the mushroom looks, tip of this guy's dick. So weird. Smashed as fuck. And then like, it's what like is it? <laughs> his crooked mangled ass cock. It's so not, a botched, I mean, a botched operation. I, I just, it, it looks, um, it's a pencil dick. If I've ever seen one, it looks weird. Looks like a veiny, uh, mushroom. It looks like a, <laughs> that crooked hot dog. I sent you that broken, crooked hot dog, <laughs> broken hot dog. I was like, I saw that and I was like, I don't need to go look, look up the real thing. At I point. saw it by accident. Do you think that's tiny? Yeah. That looks average. It's I'm just saying. Okay, realistically, it is average, but fuck this guy. <laughs> I want to make this guy feel as insecure as possible. Just by virtue, it's tiny. Um, yeah, so he's just doing all these shitty things, and now like people like he he was. I think he was a little over a million subscribers on YouTube, and now it's like in like constant free fall. Like there's like Twitch live streams just dedicated to like his. Um, falling subscriber. I want this count. guy's career to end because fuck this guy. Yeah, he was real shitty. I mean, and not only that, but he like was, there was another like. So he had started like kind of something that started as a joke was like him sl- like asking for nudes, and then like people would actually send nudes, and then it became like a a weird Tumblr thing, and people were like, oh, it was like a body positive thing for consenting adults. But then he started like a secret Snapchat without telling his wife, and it just escalated from there. And just and then at some point, he started soliciting nudes from 
a girl who was like underage and there was like that again like that whole you discussed with, about PewDiePie the other day there's like I mean not that PewDiePie did anything but like it's the same thing where the, like, there's a power issue where like he's a like I mean I mean I want to say famous YouTuber but I mean he's has a million subscribers so he's a bigger YouTuber and so like anybody where if he asked someone for nudes or something like he'd get some yeah like uh, how many pressured. subscribers did he, he had over a million over a million yeah just a single just million a, yeah single he million. just had okay. recently so broke a like single million. well that's not that much considering well, that's what I'm everything. saying I'm not famous but like enough like when you have a million subscriber that's a significant amount of people still I mean but then you like any amount of power people abuse. I mean, I think I mentioned to you that there was another YouTuber recently um, that was also like, he's going to have 10 years in prison because yeah. asking for nudes from underage people, yep. which he, what was his name? I can't recall the name. He, he, he sings and does covers. Uh, douchebag. But yeah, he, wow. He's going to be, which I think he deserves more than 10 years, but that's like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too into politics here, but I know like prisons actually for reform. But weren't we just talking about unions? Like, haven't we kind of already gone there and back again as far as politics? Yeah, I'm not going to get too political. But in any case, <laughs> fuck this guy. Like, pro Jared in his abuse to his wife is like inexcusable. The fact that you mentioned some of the gaslighting, but he even like separated her from like the friends. Yeah. And a lot of the friends were commenting on Twitter now that a lot of the stuff has come out. Uh, and being apologizing to uh, Heidi, I think is her name. It, but I read like her whole like big post about the separation and him doing all this shitty stuff, which granted that's one side of the argument, but it's hard to see anything else considering seeing nudes. People are leaking out um, that and directly people saying like, yeah, pro Jared messaged me and was sending me nudes. Yeah. So I, uh, I maybe I'll cut this out, but here's like an account from uh, someone who who was uh, sexually manipulated by Pro Jared when he or when they were underage. It's, it's trans man. Um, so anyway, um, when I was 16 in early 2016, Pro Jared posted a request for nudes on his Tumblr. He posted similar requests before, and I'd ignored them, but this one I bit. I sent him a lewd image of my breasts. I am a trans male and wasn't on hormones or anything at that point. Squash behind one arm. No nipples visible with the caption. I'm 16. So no more or something along those lines. I definitely specified I was 16. The next day I felt guilty and messaged Jared to apologize. He told me that there was no need to apologize. He really appreciated it. There was some back and forth in which he told me he used to run a nudes blog that he had posted so, uh, some of his own dick pics on it and he was considering starting another one I encouraged him I know I made bad choices I shouldn't have sent the initial lewd I shouldn't have started the conversation but he knew I was underage and he continued the sexual conversation we spoke sexually he sent me pictures of him in cosplay with his dick very visible he told me details about his sexual life and fantasies eventually he sent me a dick pic this was maybe March to July of 2016 was when this was all happening we didn't speak every day but most i sent him many actual real nudes he knew i was 16 he also told me that he and heidi were in an open relationship and she was happy for him to talk sexually to uh, to people online he remade his not safe for work blog and i submitted to it with the explicit instruction do not post this online i'm 16 he posted them anyway after editing the information i'd provided 
I don't remember how Tumblr submission feature worked at the time, but I think this may have involved downloading the picture and resubmitting it without the lines telling him not to post it. Then the whole Tumblr hacking thing happened. He lost his original blog. When he remade it, he messaged me telling that I was disgusting and awful and that I had sent his nudes to people, thus broken his trust. I did send his dick pic to someone because he told me he was into exhibitionism and it was fine anyway. Switch eyes here. I can only read with one eye. Time passes and I find out a close friend of mine who was also underage at the time had been manipulated in the same way for a much longer period of time. They also had screenshotted evidence, which I do did not. I deleted my blog soon after Jared told me I was awful, so I lost all evidence. At this point, I had even comprehended that I had been manipulated. In late March 2019, I I contacted a few people who had worked with Jared, informed them of his behavior. I had a document of evidence from the internet as a whole and from the close friend. Most people believe me, but, but Holly didn't reply. And soon afterwards, I got a Twitter DM on my old account from Jared. I firmly believe Holly gave my contact details and the contact details of my friend to Jared. I decided to contact Normal Boots. They told me that they were taking it very seriously. Nothing had been done yet. I have no proof of my own story, but the other underage person does. I don't know yet if they're going public, so I won't name them. But I believe, it, but I believe Heidi. I believe every other victim. There's... Way, way more details and nuances, but at, the, at this point, they need to stay private due to various promises of anonymity that I have made. Anyway, so yeah, that's really like a fucked up thing that happened, and that's just one instance that has come out so far. I mean, and I feel it's a lot of, like, I, I, I've kind of stated this before, maybe not on the cast, maybe on the cast, I can't really remember, but just... I YouTube, since it is such a outlet, especially for the, the people I feel that are most into YouTube videos are children and they are very starstruck and blinded by they, they see yeah. these people as celebrities or like they're uh, the, the, these YouTubers are their idols. So it's very easy for these people to take advantage of younger people and it ultra predatory for sure especially with how television is um approaching youtubers as well they're going as as far young as like six-year-olds and seven-year-olds that are the the what brings me to say this is that there's this new tv show that got released on uh nickelodeon called something super secret uh play date or whatever mystery play date and their first episode, their premiere episode was the the mystery play date was an, a YouTuber coming on to this, like basically a TV show similar to the Wiggles or uh, Teletubbies and the YouTuber was being invited to it. So that's like, yeah, that's how much how appealing they are to children, even that young of an age. Yeah. So I have pro Jared's initial statement, which kind of like really like set everything in motion from yesterday when he posted this on Twitter. Um, what what initially set this off? Uh, just stuff just came out, and like after he made this statement, stuff started started just flowing out. So he made a statement first, and then everybody responded to that. Yes. Okay. So well, that was that. I, I saw that he uh, that when I saw it, it was because Heidi got blocked on Twitter, like from said statement yeah, okay, that he so, made, and yeah. So I think kind of what happened was 
um, someone told her about something after he had made this statement, but he also blocked her so she couldn't see. And then she started posting stuff and then it started going crazy. They're separated as of February. That's when they, yeah, that's when they were kind of, they were separating. So I'll read her tweets after this part. But so this was his statement, um, a statement. My wife, Heidi and I have filed for divorce I know this may come as surprising and upsetting for many of you, but know that we do this so that we may both seek happiness for ourselves. During this time, you may see a lot of rumors, speculation, and gossip going around. I ask that you make your own observations and come to your own conclusions. I will add that this decision was reached after extensive individual therapy on my part and couples therapy together. With that said, this is all I plan on stating publicly regarding this matter. Heidi's privacy, mental well-being, and discretion has always been and will remain my highest priority through all of this. It is my hope that we both exit this marriage with style and grace. I plan on continuing to do everything I can on my part to make this happen. Thank you for your understanding, patience, kindness, and respect for our privacy. What the fuck? Why would you even post anything in the first fucking place? I fucking hate that so much. They're like, don't break up with your wife on Twitter. (laughs) So I I screenshotted the first two comments after this too. Some guy, like he posted, ah, Jared, I'm sorry to hear. Hope you're both okay and I wish you well. And then he later came back and replied to his own comment. Wait, I just read what happened. I take it back. (laughs) Smooth. Um... And then, like, people, like, what screenshotted his... What a fucking his, moron. I'm, yeah. I just... I, I, if you want something to be private, keep it private. Don't tell anybody. I, I always wondered that in the first place, why YouTubers specifically always had to feel the need to talk about their personal lives and what was going on in their marriage. Like, uh, Boogie. Yeah. Why? Why do I need to know that you guys got divorced? I don't fucking care. Yeah. And you would... Know actually hilarious this is sadly hilarious the hard drive posted a video about this something like this scenario happening two days before everything went down the uh like they predicted the future like they posted a video like your or uh your mom and i are breaking up and this is the only way i know how to break up because we're both youtubers i i thought the best was somebody predicted this six years ago Oh shit! Fuck. Um, sort of because the comment was, "Hi, I'm pro Jared, and here's my dick." <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so continue. What did? How, what was Heidi's response? Well, so I, I just want to get some of these other responses. So someone like translated his his statement. So like the first part where it's become coming as this surprise, and then we both seek happiness for ourselves. Translation, I've been keeping this a secret for a while now since it's all about to all come out. Might as well admit it. I'm going to act like this is a mutual thing and it's about us both finding happiness. I'm going to speak on her behalf in this way. Uh, the part where you, the part where he mentions rumors and speculation. So now you're all wondering why we're getting a divorce and without telling you anything, I can tell you that a lot of shit is about to come out. A lot. Um, then the whole ask, ask, making your own observations and come to your own conclusions. Please don't look too hard at what I did because I feel this shame. I don't care what you think before or think. Therefore, I am making this statement. Don't judge me. Then the I will add that this decision was reached after therapy. Um, I have a doctor's note. <laughs> um, Heidi's privacy, mental well-being, a priority. 
Even though this is a public statement, this is a private matter. Therefore, all commentary should be held in private space. Thanks. I care because I listened three. I listed three things good people do, and I am good. Um, it is my hope that we both exit this marriage with style and grace. Um, I'm going to. What kind uh, of comment is that? What? I hope. Yeah, we, I, I hope we both exit this uh, marriage with style and grace. I'm going, and then the translation, I'm going to make a blanket statement here and then ignore all commentary, claiming that I've done nothing wrong. If anyone else says anything, they are being du- a dumb dumb. And then the last, thank you for your understanding, patience, and kindness, re- and respect for our privacy. Uh, please clap. Uh, I mean, I just feel, screw this guy. He basically ruined two marriages. Yeah. And just fuck this guy. There's plenty of other content game content to consume like yeah oh you still you still have to continue how did everything come forward well i'm i'm still i'm i'm going through this stuff so and then there's another i want to uh, know i was holding off on reading about this until today <laughs> uh, other people have hit you with every sarcastic clapback imaginable so i'll just say this i had a great deal of respect for you as a creator and a person every ounce of it just vanished all right so now we're getting into the juicy stuff so Finally, from Heidi's Twitter, uh, I recently learned that my husband, Pro Jared, has been fucking Holly Conrad behind my back for months. I have no idea what announcement he just made because he blocked me. And then she posted a screenshot of his Twitter and saying, uh, "You are not authorized to view these tweets." I have proof, explicit. So it just came out that he was cheating on her yesterday too. Uh, that's when she posted. Oh, okay. Um. I have proof, explicit conversations and photographs of their relationship, which he extensively lied to me about on many occasions. He was promising me that he was committed to our relationship at the time and promising her he was breaking up with me. He went so far as to blame me for being suspicious and making him feel like a bad person by questioning his loyalty. He (laughs) gaslit me for months, insisting that he had... The bare minimum interactions with her, and I didn't even like her. Meanwhile, they were having sex. Wait, wait. They were having sex. Uh, Jared tried very, very hard to make me feel responsible for everything that's gone wrong in our relationship. He technically broke up with me in February, insisting that they only... The only thing wrong with our marriage was me, insisting that he had tried to make things work. Yeah, like the whole he went to therapy. Yeah. Uh, he was unable to confess to his infidelity. Even when presented with proof, he squirmed in, in denial until last minute, getting angry and defensive instead of apologetic. I believed he has compartmentalized his feelings slash memories to suppress his guilt. He's very convincing. I have spent the last year in near isolation, ostracized from Jared's friend group because he made it clear to me that I was not welcome around them even when we were still together. He had to keep me separate to keep up his lies. And just real quick on that, it sounded like from other people that were part of that friend group that he had been saying... Lies to them, Yeah, too. lies to them about her being crazy and yeah. not, like, not wanting to hang out. big old piece of shit. Um, let's see... Yeah, he told his friends a version of events that omits his infidelity and portrays me as an aggressive and unreasonable person, as though I'm randomly angry and upset all the time for no reason at all. It's because he's abusing me. 
His statement is nothing more than an attempt to silence me before I can reveal anything. I gave him the opportunity to make a statement about his infidelity before I did. I told him it would be less embarrassing for him if he was honest with his own friends first. He declined. I'm honestly shocked that he posted this today because it's so blatantly selfish. This isn't a mutual statement in any way. I did tell him I, that I wouldn't sign an NDA regarding his behavior. I've suffered enough to sell him my dignity too. How long have they been married? Do you know? I am not sure how long. Ten been days. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> too long. I don't know. Really. I mean, one day is too long with that guy. He's I, one hour. I have to wonder, like, what? How else he abused her? Well, what even makes this guy so entitled? Like, yeah, that's what he, I don't. Get. He must be. There must be something fucking wrong with him inside. What his brain makes him a pro? Here's another funny joke. I don't know why anyone would ever be pro Jared since what happened with Subway. I know. Huh. I mean, this guy's the same case. Why? Why? How? Just sometimes these stories boggle my mind on how a person can be that stupid. Like, why would you even go there? Everybody gets caught eventually, especially if you're a celebrity. Well, he was sending all these nudes with his face in the shot. Yeah. Like, like I said, you get you get caught. Always. So I why mean, would was, you even try it? Once again, one of those statements said he was an exhibitionist, so maybe he's just getting off on all this right now. Yeah. Oh probably. my god. So now here's a That's a morbid thought. I found another just random one off comment someone made. Who could have imagined the only well adjusted person in YouTube gaming culture is the fucking angry video game nerd? This drama is diarrhea dick farts. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone posted a the gif of him when he, uh, the, oh shoot, what was it? Um, God, it was a gif of him seeing like, was it Bugs Bunny? I think it might have been Bugs Bunny. He sees a, it was he, he Bugs Bunny comes and he's all excited and he runs over. And he's like, oh, it's Bugs Bunny, and then he just sucker punches him. <laughs> I think it was Bugs Bunny. I can't remember. It was good though. But yeah, so that is the super drama that just happened this week and why it is number one in the top headlines. Don't be a fucking dumbass douche piece of shit. Okay, I'm I'm on the level of Marcus Mad now. <laughs> I knew I was gonna get there. I just I held off on knowing about the story. The guy's a big I, shit bag. <laughs> and I didn't even know who he was, but like Marcus was surprised. I didn't know, but I mean, I, I was know. only surprised because you do watch like or have watched YouTubers that exist in the game space. That's true. Yeah, because I mean, I watch John Tron, and I do watch. The, the game grumps sometimes, but like See, I guess I'm, I'm I, I never seen with the YouTubers any. that I have that I don't need to go up yeah. on my it's, comfort. It's zone. hard enough having to like be like, yeah, I like PewDiePie, even though like a lot of people hate him because they call him a racist all the time. I'm just saying, like he had Pro Jared had showed up and like he was a guest on Game Grumps. Yeah, and I never seen any of that. So, I mean, I was really hit or miss with like, Game Grumps. What is happening with the Game Grumps right now, too? I I wonder. Like, well, they deleted all videos that they had with him. Pro Jared. Well, I I heard I I I, I, I heard that part, but, but like, oh, like what's happening wh- with Ross? Yeah, like what is Ross made a comment? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't save it though. Ba- basically, it was like he's kind of staying out of the drama and like he's yeah. he respected everybody's well wishes towards him. Did he did he know about this prior to this happening? I do not know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Someone needs like a 
cohesive like summary of oh you didn't even read uh that after that big blanket statement pro jared wrote then holly isn't that the girl he's cheating on with or well now he's oh i didn't see that but she made a comment being like oh i'm always there for you and like it's like what the fuck i'm sorry this is happening i'll i'm i'm here for you if you need me and then she delete then she made her twitter account private because she was getting some major hate I'm surprised he hasn't made his Twitter account private. He, uh, like you said, you he's said, probably getting off on yeah, all the negative that attention. Must, that must be what it is, apparently. I mean, I hope this guy's career just goes up in flames. I kind of, I think it already gets, is in flames. I mean, with all the stuff about like him soliciting nudes from minors. See, it sucks because I know uh, so, someone I know who does consume his content, which I assume he's probably a subscriber. But he, he he's just like, well, I'm able to separate like their drama from like their content. Uh, I mean, and I'm like, but that's like your views there's equals a, there's money a, for these people. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a specific line. Yeah. Like there's a there's at some point, yeah, you can separate the art from the artist, but like for this, nah. I mean, I. I, I also, like I said earlier, there's just so much content in the game space that it's like there's other people. Yeah, there's plenty of other people that you can give your time to and not this douchebag. I mean, like Robert Ross. Yes. Go support him. And I, I had no idea that it was Heidi. Ross's, yeah. I had no idea that it was Ross's wife either because like, I saw like the name Ross, but I didn't put the name together because I didn't recognize his last name. Maybe maybe those two should hook up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, I don't know, that would be a relationship that would work out. Not after this, no. Yeah, no. It's it built be, on a bad foundation. It would be on poor taste. Yes, very much so. But I don't know. Did anyone have anything else to say on this subject? I think that was our longest top three headline segment to date. I was going to ask you, want to make the rest of the news a little short this week? We sure can. All right. We're going to take a break, though. Hey, everybody. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms & Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the Realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures every week. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Okay, and we are back with the rest of the news. So right off the bat here, uh, this is just something I wanted to mention that's kind of cool. that uh, Overwatch players make fully functional portal gun in the workshop. So I guess there was an update that there was a character that gained the ability to do portal guns in like a limited space but people managed to do something that just straight up allowed like actual like portal style portal guns in the game kind of cool now they can find out if the cake is or isn't a lie (laughs) yeah and in other news of people doing weird stuff to games uh A hacker appears to get original Xbox emulator running on the Nintendo Switch. And so, like, you see a picture of a Switch with the uh, Xbox, the original Xbox intro logo on it. 
This could have been a future headline, and then Phil could have just said, no longer needed, all Xbox games can be played on screen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess there was a video showing him booting up the the actual Xbox menu. Um, So... And he played, managed to load and play some games, including the first Halo. So Halo on the Nintendo Switch is a reality in some weird way. I'm all for that. Yeah, because it's your favorite game of all time. Yeah, fuck you yeah. scrub. Yep. You can call me a scrub all you want, but modern, modern first-person shooters wouldn't exist without Halo. Watch Marcus struggle with the microphone over there. Modern first-person shooters haven't even caught up to Halo. <laughs> okay ea's gaming subscription comes to playstation 4 in july now with more microtransactions (laughs) so So yeah five years after it started it's finally coming to the playstation 4 so it was what uh, just pc before yeah no it started on xbox five years after it started on xbox one well, so it's been least, on Xbox One. At least now on the PlayStation, uh, people can uh, rent Anthem. So That's true. I got that going for. The service will be $5 a month or $30 for a full year. So that's not too bad, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know about this whole giving money to EA business unless it's... As you're over there playing Apex. Unless it's Apex. Which I still haven't actually given them money for, so I mean, I'm kind of in the clear. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm not the type of person that likes to pay for any sort of microtransactions. Uh, PUBG removed from China, replaced with Hilarious Clone. I thought this story was funny, because it just, it, it's so China-like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so having tried for months to get approval to release PUBG in China, uh, publisher Tencent has had enough and pulled the game, replacing it with something that looks very familiar. A knockoff like none of have seen. It's funny because it has a name and it's called Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they called it... They called it... They called the game Game for Peace. Wow, that's bad. And there, uh, there's a video. Here's what Game for Peace looks like in action. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. All right, next we have Crash Team Racing finally gets cart customization. I'm really glad about this because it kind of modernizes that game. Yeah, because um, that's kind of like the thing now is like customizing your car for pretty much any game. Like, who cares about stock cars when you can customize? I mean, look at Rocket League. I mean, Mario Kart went like several yeah. layers deep with that. So I'm yep. glad this is it. And Crash like Team Forza Racing, and- like Crash Team Racing, was the only real like viable competition for Mario Kart within that same space. Yeah. Um. So I think adding that like gives that game some more depth than just being a straight like rebuild of that game like a big graphical overhaul it's just like now there's a little bit extra on top of that yeah which is good because i think uh it that game has i think a 40 dollar price tag so it's the same cost as like uh the crash and uh 
Spyro when they came out. Yeah. And it's just one game. So I feel they do have to do a little bit more legwork on it. Yeah. So I'm something to look forward to if you're uh, playing Crash Team Racing. I will be when it's out. (laughs) Uh, Up next, Taiwanese game with art insulting China's president that was pulled from February. Pulled. I'll start over. Taiwanese game with art insulting China's president that was pulled in February is still missing in action. Uh, so this game, Devotion, it's um, it had, I guess, a meme in it depicting the uh, Chinese president as Winnie the Pooh, which I guess is kind of like a meme right now to make fun of China, the Chinese president um, and associating it to Winnie the Pooh. It's become so prevalent that they even banned the... Um, Christopher Robin movie in China. Um, so because of this art, um, Chinese players were like review bombing the game. So they actually pulled the game from Steam and it has not appeared back since. It's been completely gone. So that's interesting. It's a real work of art <laughs> that nobody wants to see. Well, China doesn't. China <laughs> doesn't want it. Yeah. Um... Nintendo announces it's E3 2019. Um, I'll start that over again, too. Nintendo announces it's E3 2019 Nintendo Direct date and time. I'm really excited for this. Yep, so uh, E3 2019 starts on 6-8 for the Nintendo Direct. Uh, where does it say the time at? 9 a.m. Pacific time is the uh, date time of the Direct. I'm sure I'll see plenty of things I've wanted to see, uh, especially Animal Crossing and more Pokemon info, but I'm sure I'll get a lot of disappointments. Yeah. It's like every oh. direct where it's like they they bring you up and then they just like they <laughs> don't give you enough stuff. Yeah. Um, my bad. Uh, so E3 starts on 6-8, but the direct is on uh, June 11th. So it's 9 a.m. Pacific time, June 11th. So set your calendars. I thought the bigger news is that uh, Devolver announced their uh, E3 satirical show, and, and that's what really makes it an E3. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, this is just a quick mention. Uh, Sega is to acquire Two Point Hospital developer Two Point Studios. So they're making some moves. Sega is... Sega getting into the mobile game business? What? Wait, Two Point... Well, Two Point Hospital two, wasn't a mobile game. Was Two Point Hospital the one that was like a mobile game but wasn't a mobile game? Mm. I don't know anything about this. No, it was... Uh, two Point Hospital was a... Like a tycoon type game, but for a hospital. Put it on phones. <laughs> Make it pay to win with loot boxes. Wait. <laughs> uh, and this is kind of the last one. It's kind of a bigger... Three, I had three articles altogether because it's kind of one big thing. But uh, PlayStation had its second state of play um, recently, and they had some stuff to announce. Uh, so first of all, they re-revealed Final Fantasy VII remake, which looked really good. It does but... look good. I I saw some stuff that was theorized, like based off of screenshots that uh, theorizing that they did away with the turn combat. Yeah, it it's. It's it looks, not okay. It looks like it's the 15 engine, in my opinion. But yeah, I would assume look, that's what they're using. Yeah, it looks at least if it's not the 15 engine, it's like a reworked version of the 15 engine. 
But yeah, you definitely run around and like hit stuff. So yeah, they're saying the remake has moved past the conceptual stage and into full development. And uh, PR would start in earnest post the release of Kingdom Hearts 3. So I mean, it's, it's out. So, uh, so yeah, they showed off a trailer of that. So if you want to go check that out. Um, but they're saying that it's still an episodic game. Yeah, because it was supposed to be three episodes. Um, I don't know how that plays because, I mean, on paper, that sounds really bad. Um, when you think, you think if they break this into an episodic game, are they going to market three games at 60 bucks? Oh God, that would be terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, ideally you would, if they wanted to do this more like prime, I, I personally would break it out like base game maybe 60 maybe and then do kind of like how 15 was where it had several like season passes and those are like a lot like substantial additional content and do that as like the next episodes yeah all right it's just like i don't know we'll see games by the time that's out games will be entirely different it's gonna be a while so then uh, other things that they announced, uh, Monster Hunter World's Iceborne expansion, um, Medieval Story trailer. That's the big one I cared about the most. That game's going to be 30 bucks. It looks really good. Is it really? Wow. I mean, it is, it's going to be a short game because, I mean, it's a PS1 game remade to look really good, but everything they showed was like, that's how I saw the game when I was a kid. Like, it looked that good. <laughs> I I have, like, probably... I know that game has a really strong cult following, and, I mean, I'm equally part of that, of just... I loved murdering things in that game. Sir Daniel's a real, like, favorite of mine. Let's see. Did they announce anything else here besides those? There's a couple other games, but those were the real big ones. Those were the highlights. There was a Predator game. I think, yeah, it was, so, I think it was a Predator VR game. So, so much so unimportant that, like, n- none of it's, like, mentioned anywhere in these articles. Oh, uh, Away, the survival series. Did you see that one? No, I, I unfortunately was in uh, Detective Pikachu when this event happened. Oh, okay. And I haven't quite had time to go back and rewatch. well, watch this video. Yeah, I mean, really, all anybody's talking about is the Final Fantasy VII. I mean, that was easily the biggest news, and it had an announcement for more information coming on June 20th. So it's an announcement for an announcement. The pre-announcement, if you will. Even though I'm like, I don't know what there is really to announce, because there's no way that game's like far along in development. I, I would even venture to say that what they showed is all they have right now. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, despite the fact that, like, how many years ago was it that they were like, yeah, we're re- remaking Final Fantasy VII? That trailer was shown three and a half years ago. Jesus. And nothing has been done. I mean, and I've heard development at Square is, like, an absolute nightmare, and, like, well, I'm sure. they reboot things, like, five million times, and everything's horribly optimized. Oh, so it's like Dragon Age 4. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's just, like, 
or any project at Google. Uh, essentially, I think there's only a few companies that have the multi-studio development really down to a science. Uh, that's like Ubisoft, I think, has it really down. I think uh, Corey Barlog's team for God of War, Santa Monica Studios, really has that down. Yeah. But it's like... Uh, it, which I'm interested. I there the God of War documentary of the making of has been released, and like I mentioned before, I've been curious if there's any. Once again, like with all the union demand for unionizing and like people being overworked in the games industry. Yeah, I would want to know. Like, I'm sure there was definitely a lot of crunch that went into God of War, but I'm curious to see if any of that's even reflected in the documentary. Yeah, because well, because I, I know up until the release of that game, a lot of the devs that worked on it thought they like ruined God of War. They were like, I, they legit thought the game was bad. That's crazy. Yeah. Like uh, just with how many awards that games won and like, like it was easily my favorite game of last year. And it's just like to, to have thought like if you worked on it, that it was trash. It's so bizarre. Yeah, that is. I mean, I know that like to some degree, like I don't, obviously I can't speak for, um, these industries being like, I'm more so a consumer than anything else, but like I've heard, a, I've heard actors, uh, a bunch of actors talk about when they're in a movie or in a TV show and it's like maybe a small part or even sometimes major parts. Like they don't exactly know everything that's happening in the show. And even though they might know other people's lines and the obviously they know their own lines, but they, they're like, Man, I don't know if it's the movie's gonna be any good until like the edit comes out because a lot of them will they'll they'll play the part they'll say the roles they get filmed but they don't know what the final product really is until it's edited together and I'm wondering if that is sort of the case for some of the people working on the game where whether it's people writing stories or bits of stories or uh, the graphics department or the engine or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It just seems like it seems like if you're working on a game, it's a little more cohesive than an actor coming in and just playing their parts and then leaving. So I'm I don't know. See, I'm sure at least once again with God of War, which had a really big dev team, and once again was kind of like this. They had several studios in different areas doing this, like work on this. But uh, imagining. I, I'm not 100, like I said, I, I would probably have to watch the documentary, but I, I don't know how they divvied out work, but that that's, I know it was a unique process used for God of War, at least, so maybe it's something new to game devs that you're working on, like, chunks of something in a very weird way, at least in this case, where you, you don't know what some of the other parts look like, like, maybe you don't even know what, like, how Kratos looks. Yeah. Like... <laughs> or functions fully like <laughs> but i don't know i just find that interesting to have like basically the biggest hit in games and then like so many people on that team at, like thought that, that it was bad up until it launched yeah that is so weird i mean but i mean setting your expectations low i guess <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, mean, we ruined the game. It's really bad. Oh, wow. we so we won all these awards, huh? Well, I know. Like, I mean, I think Corey Barlog himself looks like it. Like, the games industry has affected him. Like, the stress has clearly, I think, like aged him a couple, 
uh, decades. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, even like, or not just him, like anybody in the gaming industry, especially working for a company where if there is a lot of um, crunch time, like just working in that industry for like a year and being like, okay, I worked, I put in my due with this company and got something put out with a big company and now I can put that to my resume. Like that'll still like age you. <laughs> I, I thought a lot of the pictures circulating around when, uh, of, of Sean Murray from no man's guy. Oh God. Yeah. That were like him after like essentially five years of game development. And he yeah. just looked like he aged like a few decades. Yeah. Uh, being a studio head or someone that's high up in the, um, in a company that's producing a game, it, it seems like they just age similarly to a United States president. I mean, because everything falls on you. Yeah. I mean, you look at, like, Mass Effect 3, like, how many people were calling for Casey Hudson's head on that? <laughs> I mean... Well, and as much as I, I do feel... I mean, myself included back then. I mean, I wasn't really, like, super into the industry um, as I am now. Th- this always goes both ways in, like, in bad terms and good terms. So, like, when a game's good, one person seems to get all the credit. Yeah. And then when a game's bad, everybody shits on that same one person. Yeah. And it's like, several people did said thing. Yeah. Uh, it's even like looking at a, like movies, too. I mean, if a, if a movie's bad, I mean, who's the first person they, they look at? They look at the main character actor, which is like, they didn't, control whether the movie was good or bad or not they just did the part that they were paid to do i mean and i feel depending on the movie i've started to look at like writers yeah writers or producers like i mean there definitely has been some sour performances in movies and even well games as we mentioned the other week with uh mortal Kombat, how they made some weird choices in casting and we also uh peter dinklage and um yeah, so I I definitely think there are, like, obviously very bad or stiff performances and things, but it it's not always said actor. It's sometimes director. Sometimes yeah. it's the writer of said thing. It's like, that's what they asked for, and said actor may have delivered. And <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's it's different when you're, like, when you're someone that's, like, maybe a fan of an, a writer. It's it's such a different territory <laughs> to to get into when you're when you are that deep into it because i mean an example i can think of is um like anybody who's like a fan of rick and morty like they'll obviously they're gonna be like oh yeah justin roiland is good they they like justin roiland but then there's also well then there's this other guy dan Harmon, who is also in charge of rick and morty and then they kind of start like discovering these different things like oh well dan Harmon has his own podcast and they go and they they download harmontown and it was like and it's like this is completely like different than Rick and Morty. What's going on? It's like it feels like you have to be like a whole separate level of nerd to get into being a Dan Harmon fan as opposed to just being like a Rick and Morty fan. <laughs> it's 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 just a weird level of deepness to like or going taking it one step further like me uh, and becoming a Rob Schraub fan. <laughs> Like, that's a deep See, cut for anybody. <laughs> I mean, my exposure mostly to Dan Harmon before Rick and Morty was from Community. 
Yeah, I mean, he did community, and, like, a lot of people, like, don't even, like, I mean, obviously, they sure, I'm sure they know now, but, like, when Rick and Morty was in its first couple seasons, and people were like, oh, this guy did another show? Like, people are like, they only know the fact that he worked on Rick and Morty. They're like, what the, they're like, what the fuck is community? (laughs) I mean, this is a real, like, chain reaction of events of, like, a lot of things are, because, and the reason I got into community was because I, I, before Donald Glover is like as big as he is now with yeah. Childish Gambino and all that, I used to watch his videos of that he did with Derek Comedy, like his sketch oh, group. Yeah, um, yeah, I used to watch all those videos, so I just kind of followed him through his career. So I went from <laughs> those and then found out he got cast on Community, and it was like his big break. Yeah, and then really. it's like watched Community, and then obviously that led me to Dan Harmon and like yeah. I mean, then finding out like he was working with Justin Roiland, who I knew as Lemon Grab from Adventure yep. Time, and just a lot of once again big chain reactions of yeah. You know what's funny too is like a lot. Some asked Dan Harmon once, like, "Do you like feel like responsible, or how do you feel like being like responsible for like finding Donald Glover?" And he's like, "Wait, wait, no, no, don't put that on me. That was my producers." <laughs> <laughs> He's like they're the ones that found him. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I when I watched the Derek comedy videos, I was always like that, like like Donald Glover. I always noticed and was like, there's something special about him. Like he, yeah. he, all his the videos where he was like the main actor in, I was like those were the best ones. Yeah, which I mean the the video of theirs that I I think was the very first one we watched was one just called self-defense and it's just like he's like all right you see you grab him by your wrist you can kind of feel me moving you there and that's when i pull out my gun (laughs) (laughs) you see they're afraid of my gun they're afraid my gun will shoot them in the head and i just thought that was the funniest thing ever uh yeah it was funny like i mean me uh becoming like a, a, fan, a fan of Harmontown and listening to that whole podcast. Like I listened to that thing from beginning to current, like it's still going. So I listened to that and then going through like the lifetime of that and then like becoming acquainted with who Rob Schraub is. And then, then they start talking about this movie monster house. It's like, wait a minute, I've seen monster house. And like, I really liked monster house and I had no idea that both of them were the ones that created monster house. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, well that makes sense. I really liked that movie. And it turns out I really liked them as creators. So it was just like another one of those weird chains, but like unknowing chains. Cause it's like, I like this movie, but I didn't know that they made it until I didn't know who they were until years after the fact. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. And it's just I, I I find it interesting like when you hear stuff like from the the backside of an industry, uh, you don't hear a lot of stuff like um, what you would hear like on Harmontown. Like he talks about a lot of the stuff that's behind the scenes that you like never hear of before because he speaks pretty candidly about the industry and not many people in the industry talk like that. So it's it's an interesting thing. Yeah, he's very open about just sitting around playing video games and smoking weed. Yeah, or being <laughs> uh, missing deadlines for um, writing pilots. Like he'll sell a pilot idea to a company and then he'll just delay writing the pilot that he was paid to write. <laughs> 
And apparently that's just like a common thing in the industry. So, <laughs> I mean, Dan Harmon, he's a great writer, but he's also an alcoholic. Oh, God. But I guess he's 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 kind of coming down for it. Uh, in somewhat of a recent episode, they, he's his his therapist and him have finally reached a point where they're addressing the alcoholism. God, so that's quite a breakthrough in the Dan Harmon universe. All right, do we have any other news? No, I don't have anything else. All we're right, just, we're just um, adding more time to the podcast at this point. All right, well, we should have this come to a close. I think so. I think that will be. The end of the podcast. So once again, you can find us at litgamingarena.com. You can find our Discord at chat.litgamingarena.com. And you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash litgamingarenaco. And then Twitter and Instagram, we are at litgamingarena. So come follow us. Give us a review on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh... Anyone who gives us a review on iTunes, we will definitely give you a shout out. So, everybody that gives us a review are our best friends. Especially Marcus's best friend. Yeah, I'll uh, follow you on Twitter. Yeah, he doesn't even follow me. Again, he doesn't follow me, but if you give us a review, he will follow you. Yeah, because you're someone who hasn't reviewed us. (laughs) I can't review my own podcast. Asshole. (laughs) All right, we're out of here. never gets old <laughs> i never know what's gonna come out of your mouth when you introduce me i don't know what's gonna come out of my mouth <laughs> i like that it's different every time it's like you the keep simpsons. everybody on your toes yeah it's, it's the like couch the, gag yeah it's that it's our couch gag